This is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. It is no longer news that kidnappings and gruesome killings are becoming the order of the day in parts of northern Nigeria. For some time now, killings claiming innocent lives have been taking place in parts of Plateau and Taraba states. First off, let us talk about what exactly is happening in Taraba states. How safe are the people in Taraba? I am DSP Abdullah Usman, the Public Relations Officer, Taraba State Police Command, Jalingo. And the first thing that happened, it was last week, Tuesday, there was a very uh, unfortunate incident took place around a village called Baba Julie, around Bali local comment, uh, Taraba State here, where uh, some group of non-armed men came and then met the villagers who were busy doing the iftar, that is breaking their fast, and then they start shooting uh, sporadically in the village where, uh, unfortunately, they gone down one person and then they abduct or kidnap seven of the villagers. Even the information, the Commissioner of Police, Taraba State Police Command, uh, was seriously worried about the situation and then he drafted men of the Russian department, that is a mobile police uh, unit, and then the conventional police unit in collaboration with vigilante and the uh, professional hunters, where they go on searching, they go on trailing these kidnappers to their den with a view of uh, maybe rescuing the victim and then arresting them and then bringing back to his own family and life. Uh, this is what exactly happened in Julie, that is Bali decision on under Bali local command in Taraba State. While uh, on Monday, it was also an unfortunate incident which took place from reliable information sources that came to the state police command that a village head was attacked in a mosque while uh, in prayers during the, the Tarawee prayers as usual when the Muslims go to the prayer and convert in congregation to carry out the worship of uh, evening prayers. So this unknown gunman also came in disguise that they are also uh, part of the congregation and then get to the mosque and unfortunately... They now pinned on that this a village head and then gun him down, kill him in a cold blood. That's what exactly happened there. And even that one, we receive information and then uh, the police in the Trabasi Police Command is not relenting in efforts. Also, we drafted men of the professional department and men of undercover, that is for surveillance and then uh, uh, intelligent gathering. As mm-hmm. I'm talking to you now, the whole push is under siege by our men going on searching, trailing these miscreants to, uh, with the view of arresting them. Uh, as I'm talking to you again, the peace had been restored. Uh, people in Mesamari Mas- are going about their business without a fear of any attack and security have been returned. And now the situation in the, uh, the village is ready to come. Normally, we always say that proactive measures should be in place. Now, prior to this were there no signs that could have put security in place before all of this started happening we had our men already on that very axis on proactive uh, uh, measures to be taken because uh or, already weeks, there before there was, it happened yes okay. last two weeks there was a committee that was uh inaugurated by his excellency the governor travel where they were in operation and uh with conjunction with the military that are there on the, you know, that place is mountainous, it's mm. on the hill, that's plateau hill. Uh, many of the areas, they are not accessible, they are not motorable. Okay. So this would took advantage of all this uh, motorable nature and the uh, rocky nature of the area, and then they operate and run into high. So even though our men always are there on operation, operating along that axis, my Samari, uh, Nguroje, down to my survey. So they came in the night, and it was heavily raining, mm. very, very heavily raining that night where they come in disguise and then get to the mock class if they are also part of a uh, uh, congregation and then the, the car of this very uh, unfortunate act. Okay, so you're saying the security agencies that were already on ground were caught unawares? What I'm saying, uh, in, in, if, you don't, if you know the area very well, mm. I say it's rocky it's area. Rocky, and yes. It's rocky, yes. It's not in, yeah, very rocky. It's on the hill. 
Okay. We have about uh, 800,000 or 8,000 uh, kilometers above the sea level. So it's on the hill. So you can't allow such government to go there without security. All so right. the security have been there. That was DSP Abdullahi Usman, the police PRO in Taraba State, speaking. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this and other episodes of our podcast on Bossprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. We will be going on break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dailytrust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash dailytrust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash dailytrust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to these or other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. In this episode, we're looking at how incessant killings have continued to claim the lives of innocent Nigerians in Taraba and Plateau states in recent times. Before we went on break, the Taraba State Police spokesman gave us an insight into the recent killings there and what is being done to douse the tension. Now let's take a trip down to Plateau State where our colleague in Jos, the state capital, Adu Abubakar, will tell us what exactly happened in Kanam local government area of the state and the way forward. What happened was uh, uh, an attack that was launched on uh, some villages of Kanam local government area of uh, Plateau State. Uh, some of these villages include uh, Kukawa, uh, Keram, Gyambahu, uh, and Dungu. Uh, the, the attack was launched on Sunday at about 11 uh, a.m. when the village, villagers were going about their normal activities and then suddenly uh, the government invaded uh, the villages. According to some of the villagers whom uh, we spoke with, narrated that uh, when the gunmen invaded the villages, before they started the killing, they had to uh, block some of the major roads leading to the villages. They also destroyed the telecom masts, uh, which some of them said that uh, they did it deliberately to prevent them from uh, uh, calling for help. So were you able to speak to more of them? How did they feel about it? Uh, I spoke to some of the villagers and this is what they have to say. Okay, uh, my, name is, uh-huh. okay my name is Amino Adamu Ibrahim from Kukawa. I am from refugees from Washington, LJ headquarters. Okay, uh, Mala Amino, I learned that uh, you were in Kukawa when this bandit attacked your village. Please, yes, sir. Can, you t- can you tell me what had happened during the incident? Uh, the things happened around in the morning, around 8 a.m. Is it a.m. Uh, or 11? Uh, in the morning. Okay. When people are taking their own breakfast and lunch in the morning. 
Okay. They just come with the people in the in their own motorcycle, three in one, and the, some of them are two. Okay. They just start shooting people. Mm. Without knowing from anywhere, we don't know from exactly position where they are coming from. Okay. And they just capture the old places where people are going out from the village. Okay. Yes, sir. That is what is happening. And then we lost. I lost my brother and my sister and my elder sister in the, in the village. Okay. Uh, we lost. We, we count people that are dead in the village. Almost four hundred. Uh, almost uh, forty-two to forty-eight. That is in Kukawa alone. Apart in, from in other Kuka, villages. Kuka, yes. Other, uh, apart from other villages, sir. Okay. So, what, what do you think was the cause of the problem? What really uh, triggered those people to invade those villages? Have you done anything to them? Actually, you know, the places is, is for marketing. We have a, a marketplace that is being been taken on Friday in Kukawa. Uh, and many people are coming from far away outside Kuwate and other neighboring states uh, to buy cows and other other things in the village. Okay. Uh, that is why I think they just come to visit the, the, the marketers or the people that are going to buy uh, cows and other things to capture them for for retrieving them to, uh, to get money. Okay, that is for ransom. Yes, for also. Okay. So, uh, what is the situation now? Where are you at the moment? Now, at the moment, I am in the headquarters, Wase local government. Okay, you have fled your home to uh, Wase. So, I, I learned that people are going back to uh, some of these villages. Are you also uh, ready to go back? Uh, we are ready to go back because some of our elderly people, we just brought them into the headquarters because we have some relatives inside the headquarters. But those that are strong and the youth, we are still there in the village to protect the village and the local government boundary. Okay, so now uh, yes. what is your call on the government? What do you want government we to do? We are calling the government to use the force security to our people. Because without now we are getting to rainy feeling, we, we are want to cultivate and have what to, to eat in our for our church. So, Alhamdulillah, right now I'm in the town. Yesterday when we came to this place, I was there when it all started. We left when it stopped. Some people were running while some were falling and getting all back. While we hide in our room around seven minutes past eleven, past seven, past eleven, yes. That was when they came. And we just hide ourselves in our in our room and our husband ran away. We did not see him till yesterday around two thirty. It was that time we met with him and he looked for bikes to carry his children. While we entered bikes also to our house, when Lahi what happened was very terrible because they really destroyed the village and it was horrible. See how people were killed. They entered into different houses. They were serious. About 33 Muslims were killed. Apart from Christians, I think around 11.30, they started shooting till around 3 p.m. I swear around 12 o'clock, they were still around. I think it's around 130. That was when they left. That's how God wanted it to happen. All our children are safe. We are together with them. They did not touch women. They were only after the men, not women. Which area do you stay? What is your name? My name is Zainab Musa. We were seeing them when they were killing people. They were just shooting. A woman died. They didn't shoot her because of high blood pressure and sadness.
All right, there. Um, that's quite a tale there. But um, in all of these now, um, were you able to go to the village? Uh, well, I was not able to go to the village because of the terrain and because of the thing situation at the moment. Okay. But uh, I, I spoke to uh, the chairman of the local government, uh, Alaji Ebu Garga, and this is what he has to say. The prior notice came last um, year, around October, November, December. They had come and kidnapped a person and came back and did the same. They came on motorcycles, almost 100 of them. So after reporting to the authority, we also empowered our vigilante group who are always on ground since the security operatives can be there for us all the time. There are also villages they attacked that are close to a large forest, which serves as their hideout. The forest is very large. The village Lenti once attacked them at the forest after they had come and kidnapped people. But, but at this moment, about a hundred people have been rescued, some of whom are at the hospital receiving treatment. Think how to tackle that is to get military operatives permanently stationed at the forest area. That can serve as a deterrent or at least reduce it. People's complaint is always that there is no network to communicate and there are no security operatives to guard us. As a local government chairman, what I always try to do for my people is to get some security operatives to be assigned here by the government. So, so yeah. far now, what has the security agency said about this? Uh, well, I spoke to uh, some of the uh, security uh, agencies. Like, uh, okay, now, like the police now, he did not respond to me, but he has issued a statement confirming that, yes, the attack was launched. But I spoke to uh, the spokesperson of uh, Operation self uh, a multi-security tax force maintaining peace in the state. And this is what he has to say. Have you people deployed security personnel to the area? Uh, so, this, was, this was Sunday now. Okay, you have deployed security personnel to uh, the area. Uh, uh, can we hear this kind of a thing taking place and we leave the criminals no matter, no matter how, whether, whether the state government is serious or not? But has any arrest been made? Uh, yeah, I don't know any arrest so far. Yeah. They, are, they are deep in the forest. Different, different villages, they have their own casualty figures. Okay. That was Ado Abubakar speaking. One of the major responsibilities of government is to protect lives and properties, but do Nigerians feel protected? God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossproud.com or even listen on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Now, if you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us on 0913-893-3390. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. Or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.